0: By Gods and Kings takes place in the world of Dunai and is based on the tabletop RPG. For more information on the tabletop RPG, or for more information on the world of Dunai, please visit our website, www.bygodsandkings.com. Chapter 4 An Investigation in the Forest Drusilla stepped away from the Grand Temple and out into the single street of Telerifel again, though this time with her true mission beginning. The people of Telerifel watched her leave, but none of them approached her. She possessed a look of determination that made her appear unapproachable. After her encounter with the High Priest and the Abbot, she was in no mood to have any more encounters with humans. She made her way past the buildings and within a matter of seconds, she found herself outside the village and in the forest. She walked along the grassy path with a canopy of limbs keeping her shaded. With a dense thicket on both sides of the path, Drusilla kept her ears open so that she wouldn't be surprised by anything emerging. The Dryads were typically very playful, and she knew with the perceived danger she may strike one unintentionally. The four-legged creatures possessed the body of a common deer but the torso and head of a human, complete with arms and hands. They were generally happy and playful, rarely ever lashing out in anger or aggression. Dryads possessed a cheerful disposition and were loved by many of the followers of Phalaris who made it out into the woods. Along with Dryads, nymphs made up the vast majority of the creatures that were created for Phalaris. Small, playful, and fairy-like, nymphs typically stayed hidden in the shrubs, dense brush, and trees. They chirped loudly and were very opinionated, but their small stature made them ideal for keeping an eye on the forest and other creations of Phalaris. Finally, the third and most impressive creation in the forest were the treants. These large, hulking trees could uproot their legs and move through the forest. They were slow and powerful with a simple job, protect the forest. Drusilla kept moving along the path when the sound of a gentle chirp grabbed her attention. She smiled warmly at the sound of her best friend coming closer. "'There you are,' said Drusilla as her nymph came up to her and grazed her cheek. "'How is everything?' The nymph began to chirp while close to Drusilla's face. "'That's not what I wanted to hear,' muttered Drusilla as the nymph continued to float around and chirp. Drusilla's eyes opened wide as a mild panic began to set in. "'What of the Dryads and the Treants? Are they okay?' inquired Drusilla. The nymph continued to chirp loudly as Drusilla began to worry. All right, I'll head west to see the dryad. Will you go and inspect the meadow? The nymph chirped and grazed Drusilla's hand before flying off down the path. Drusilla turned and went through the brush. She held out her hands, sliding the vines, bushes, and other vegetation to the side so she can make it through without any trouble. After a few minutes she reached a small clearing, where a dryad was cowering next to a small tree. There you are, announced Drusilla as she entered the clearing. I was told I'd find you here. The dryad trembled in fear as Drusilla made her way toward her. The god-touch dropped to one knee and kept her eyes on the creatures. It's okay, I'm here to help, stated Drusilla softly. Please, tell me what you saw. Tell me what happened. The dryad took in a breath and shook her head. It's okay, continued Drusilla. My nymph told me that you saw the creatures of the forest fleeing from something. Did you see what it was they were running from? The Dryad shook her head before whispering something softly to Drusilla. You couldn't see them because you hid? Asked Drusilla with the Dryad nodding. That's okay, you were scared. I understand, sympathized Drusilla. But did you hear anything? Drusilla placed her hand on the Dryad's ear and caressed it gently, trying her best to comfort the creature. The Dryad nodded softly and whispered to Drusilla again, almost growling. Drusilla tilted her head slightly at what the dryad was saying. Flapping? asked Drusilla. You heard flapping. The dryad nodded as Drusilla rose to her feet. That could be a number of things, muttered Drusilla. She rubbed her foot against the ground and tried to think about what could have come into the forest. This is quite peculiar, she said when suddenly a loud, deep, bellowing groan could be heard from the other side of the forest. Drusilla turned toward the groan and began to breathe heavily. The treants she uttered, realizing that the treants were crying out in pain. Without looking back at the dryad, Drusilla left the clearing and moved as quickly as she could toward the groan. Drusilla sprinted through the forest, leaping over several fallen branches and using her powers to propel her quickly over large obstacles. She approached a large boulder, and instead of scaling it, she opened her hand and summoned a large vine to project her over it without breaking her stride. The dryad informed her of the meadow where she would find the carnage, but she wasn't prepared for what she was about to find. The clearing up ahead smelled of flesh and blood, something that brought fear to Drusilla. She entered the meadow to find what the dryad had warned her about. Several dryads were on the ground with blood pouring from their wounds, dead, while two large treants struggled for life. They were breathing heavily, but still alive. Drusilla sprinted toward them and conjured several vines from the ground. The vines began at the treants' trunks, but made their way up and surrounded them. The vines pulsated with a light green color, as the essence within them helped to revitalize the large treants. "'Thank you,' said one of the treants, as he struggled. "'You're quite welcome, old friend,' replied Drusilla. "'What happened? What did this?' The treant exhaled slowly and composed himself. Harpies, he said slowly, ringing about a sense of shock to Drusilla. Talgis's Harpies. Drusilla closed her eyes and sighed. She turned to examine the carnage again. Upwards of twenty dryads were strewn about the meadow with their blood painting the lush grass beneath the corpses. Why would harpies do this, she asked while stepping away from the treants. Why would they venture here just to cause harm to the forest? Drusilla took a few more steps into the meadow to examine the carnage when a horrific sight took her breath. The bodies of several nymphs were scattered about, with many of them so small the grass covered their entire corpse. "'No, please no,' said Drusilla anxiously as she dropped to her knees to inspect the grass. She waved her hand, pushing the grass to the sky to find more nymphs buried in the taller grass. "'Please don't be here,' she continued nervously, hoping she wouldn't find her best friend lying motionless in the grass. She found corpse after small corpse in the grass." Feelings of sadness and grief overtook her as she continued through, only for it to boil over at the sight of her best friend. The nymph that she sent deeper into the forest, the nymph that was her best friend, was lying in front of her. The body of the nymph was mangled, and her eyes were glassed over. No, cried Drusilla, as she reached forward and grabbed the body of the nymph. She summoned plants from the ground to wrap around it, just as she did the treants, but it was to no avail. The nymph was dead. And nothing Drusilla would do could reverse it. She closed her eyes and bowed her head. Her frantic disposition had been replaced with the calm, focused, and determined one. I will make sure this doesn't happen again, she seethed. Fury was overtaking her demeanor, and rage was blinding her. She stood up and held on to the corpse of her nymph when the first treant approached her slowly from behind. Drusilla turned and examined the treant, who had already recovered from his wounds. The hulking stature of a treant allowed for a more robust defense against the harpies. The frail frames of both the dryads and the nymphs didn't protect them, leading to their quick and steady demise. "'I need you to tell me, old friend, where did the harpies fly off to?' she asked to the large treant. The hulking treant stared down at Drusilla and nodded. He raised his branch and pointed down a path that led to the east. "'There were close to thirty of them,' the treant said softly. There were far too many for us to fight off. I understand, replied Drusilla. I will head down the path after the harpies. I need you to get the other treants together. If there is truly an infestation of winged beasts, I will need the help of all the treants to rid them of this forest. Absolutely, Drusilla, answered the treant. What will you have us do with the bodies of these creatures? Drusilla teared up as she thought about the carnage. Leave them for now. Once the harpies are removed, we will make sure that we honor their lives. The hulking treant nodded as Drusilla stood tall and took in a breath of the forest air. She exhaled loudly and cleared her head, though rage still filled her mind. She wanted vengeance, and she knew where she had to go. Protect Telerifel from any harpies that head toward the village. I will go and take the fight to them at their nest. The treant stood prominently and turned away from Drusilla, clearing the path for her to move forward. Be careful, Drusilla, Their numbers are great and they will ravage if you get near their eggs, cautioned the treant. Drusilla closed her eyes and remained silent while taking her first step away from the treants and the bloody meadow. It would only be a matter of time before her wrath would be felt by the creatures of Talgis. We would like to thank everyone for listening to this podcast. More content will be coming out on a regular basis. For more on By Gods and Kings, please visit www.bygodsandkings.com or www.scriptcrypt.com.